0: Roll it. And don't necessarily make an emotional decision. Check out return
1: policy. Why do we need to get whatever we need to get?
0: Hello, world. Welcome to
2: the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, the place for church, tech, creativity, and all things awesome. It's time to level up. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing Mbofu, and uh, it's wonderful to have you back, Blessing. Let me tell you.
1: Nice to be back.
2: I, you know, I think you maybe there was only one. Or maybe there's two. Maybe there's just one. I don't know. It feels like it's been a long time. I don't know why. It does. Wait a minute. Uh, maybe it's because I think one week we were like, you know what? Let's just not even record or something like that. I forget what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeremy and I like having you here so that we don't have to do all the talking. Basically. It's a cool factor <laughs> that keeps coming back every single time. Right. Exactly. And you give us lots of cool points. We get like a plus 10 on cool.
1: So. <laughs> that's true. Well, let's see what happens. They're cool
2: party points is what they are. It's like an RPG, right? Sick an RPG. You 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 level up our, our cool factor. So by a lot. Because Yeah, because just the fact that Jeremy has the cool leather jacket and I've got the sunglass armor, oh, yeah. sunglasses armor on, is oh, not yeah. giving us enough boosts. So we definitely need you in leather jacket by the party. way.
1: What? Right, exactly.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello nineteen ninety one, they want your coat back. Hello, Thank Neo. You very much.
1: Hello Neo Reloaded. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly.
2: Uh, yeah. So holidays are uh, upon us and we're doing shopping and we probably already did a lot of shopping. What's interesting is not because of shopping, but f- fairly recently um, I did some looking around for some hardware. I was looking for like a, like at some of the TV streaming kind of devices and stuff like that. And I tell you the, the information that we have uh, in front of us is like a double edged sword, right? You know, you go to like a a Walmart or a Best Buy or someplace like that, and you are only limited, you are, sorry, you are limited to only that which is in front of you, right? And if you want to know more about a product, you are then have to, to succumb to whatever marketing speak they print on the box, right? And- you feel kind of lost, and you might talk to somebody about it, but you kind of feel like maybe that 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 person working at Best Buy, working themselves through college, may not know as much as you wish that they knew about the product that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. You know that you know what I'm talking about, everybody. But then the flip side is, and I think it's a good a good thing, is you go on to like Amazon, right, or some other online retailer, and there's a couple things you can do. You can read the reviews from people. You can read um, questions people have. You can even search the questions on Amazon if there's a specific question you have to see if it was addressed. And then there's just the regular Google search bar where you can actually Google search results and find out what you're looking for. And it's almost the exact opposite. It's information overload to the point where if you want to find something good and find something bad, you can find both. And it's just the sifting through information. And it can be... It can be difficult. That can be like kind of the opposite. Um, Interestingly enough, through all this experience, I ended up ordering three things. Uh, One thing I canceled before it was shipped, like I canceled it the next day. And two of the things I canceled after I got it here and realized that it wasn't doing what I needed to and did the uh, return to Amazon, which um, because they were amazon products and everything i was able to return it without any problem i just have to put it in a package and drop it at ups it doesn't really it doesn't cost me anything to return it which is super 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 helpful but that all being said it can be it can be a thing it isn't quite as easy as one uh, would hope with all that information i don't know what, what kind of experience have you guys found shopping for stuff whether it be for person or for church whatever like what's the process been like for you
1: guys yeah i think the thing that i struggle with In the first place, I'm 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 kind of in the same boat, just trying to figure that out. Uh, From experiences, often starting with where we are and saying, what do we have and uh, why do we need to get whatever we need to get? Are we assuming that we've already gone past all that?
2: Um. I like that assessing where you are, where you're at currently. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because it's easy to get sidetracked, and that's the interesting thing. Blessing is that through the process of of what I was shopping for, um, and believe me, the specifics doesn't help the story any. Is that I kept getting sidetracked with like wrong solutions, and then I I thought I had the solution, and then I kind of looked back, like kind of like I turned around to see. Where where I had arrived, like where I had been, where I arrived, and a couple of times, Ann was like, <laughs> like, whoa, how is that a solution? Like, <laughs> how did you get to that? That's not what we're looking for. You, that's way that's way overcomplicated. Yeah.
1: I think we've done, you know, just because something is out or Google has done a new product announcement, um, you know, then they then they create the desire for us to have that, and often. Then we end up, the more we dwell on it, uh, kind of let it simmer in our minds, uh, then we end up actually now wanting it and getting something. So we've been in at that point. Um, but personally and
2: yeah and, and it goes both yeah. ways too right mm-hmm. it can be oh apple has a new ipad mm-hmm. isn't it cool the new ipad pro it's cool. is it's so powerful yeah. and amazing we should get it right well do you need to get it what are you going to be using it for and then there's the opposite right like oh man the amazon fire stick is on sale it's normally 60 bucks we can get it for 35 dollars. let's get it mm-hmm. but, but why mm-hmm. what, what problem yeah, are you going to
1: solve and we haven't saved we haven't saved $35. We've spent 60. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, and that's the other trap we often fall for. Um, you know, so so assuming that you've gone through that first assessment of saying, okay, where are we? What do we have? And um, what do we need? Why do we need? To, what do we need to get? And And do we still need to be solving this problem with this? piece of tech or whatever it is that we're getting
2: that it's that so um, easy because
1: sometimes you can be answering answering a new relevant yeah, it's question so, and it's so know? easy to
2: get derailed in feature set and what else it can do that you don't even need it to do yeah i'll be honest yeah. i feel
0: like i me and my wife are actually less impulsive online because oh yeah we don't necessarily get to hold and touch the thing that we're wanting to get 100 percent agree Hundred percent agree. So I think that that's I think that that's important to recognize too. Yeah, I can I
2: can I can click away or avoid um, a good video game deal online. But to this day, I remember standing in the drugstore, believe it or not, holding that that plastic wrapped Nintendo cartridge box. That <laughs> while the clerk waited, like they're waiting, like are you going to buy it or do I need to put it back into the glass locking sliding cabinet and you're like in that moment and it's in your hands and, and he needs to make a the decision. money has literally burned a hole in your pocket and fell down by your shoe right mm. it's down on fire <laughs> like that was like pressure. okay I'm gonna buy it right <laughs> under pressure <laughs> so I totally feel you on that Jeremy totally uh, feel yeah. you
0: well and I think mm. that I mean if you think look at the idea of people that um, do this for a living car salesmen's don't sell tons of cars online. That's not a good way of getting a car. You have to be there in the moment. To have that pressure. Um, people that are selling like hot water heaters or houses, they don't necessarily do it really well online. That's why re or not remax. What's the carmax? They don't haggle, mm-hmm. and so buying it online is extremely affordable. And why they are doing it better than any kind of car sales people because there's no haggling that happens. That pressure. It's buying in person that feeling and touching the thing that you want Absolutely. to get.
2: Now, do you think when you're, when you're, I, I think that in, if you're buying church tech stuff, like a new soundboard or a new anything, like you're at the music store, like you're at guitar center and you're checking stuff out. I, I think there can be a similar dynamic yeah. with that as well. Don't you think you hear
0: it? You see it. Um, I also think though, that that can be just depending on what it is. Um, if you see a guitar and you watch someone play, YouTube videos over and over and over again, that's probably going to influence you, just like what Blessing was saying. So I think that's important to recognize, too.
2: And one thing that uh, when my wife and I were talking about the the problem that we were trying to solve, and I I realized that when I thought I kind of had an interesting solution, like it solved it, and then it gave us some added benefits to justify the cost, I realized that I kept bumping into things that were easy to overlook. And those things to overlook were... Two things. Number one, subscriptions, because many devices today require subscriptions. Yes, very sneaky. And the second thing is the stupid accessories that are not included in that base price that you're looking at and thinking about, right? You yep. know, and I can see that even mm-hmm. happening with buying a new soundboard, right? Like you're pressing on a soundboard. Well, do you need to re-click, replace your cables? Should you be replacing your cables? Like mm-hmm. it, it can be good and bad, right? It can be bad accessories yeah. like, oh, this is only 200 bucks. Yeah, but by the time you get, uh, like let's say it's a video game system, you know, it's only this amount. Yeah, well, your extra controller and some games, and before you know it, you doubled your money. But then there can be the positive thing. It's only fun
1: with, fun with an expan- extra expansion. Exactly, pack, you know? right. Kind
2: of DLC, season pass. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Think of the many yeah. conversations that we've yeah. had on the podcast about uh, products and phones or church gear or whatever it may be. I've always kind of felt Jeremy like you have had a really good and interesting and healthy approach in how you've evaluated it. Like when you've talked about your phone purchasing decisions, your computer purchasing decisions, you you haven't been afraid to say, "Yeah, I bought the cheapest." you know, netbook thingy Chromebook that I could buy. And here's why X, Y, and Z. And your reasoning always resonates well. And so let me ask you if you could share with us all, right? Kind of like a basic approach you have, or maybe what the secret of that perceived success
0: is. I would say the perceived success is I'm, I i do not necessarily make an emotional decision when I do, when I get the thing that I want to get, So I think that's important to recognize. And then also when I'm getting stuff, um, I'm assuming, I'll be honest, I'm assuming I'm an idiot when I'm getting stuff. And so when I go to buy something that is um, like a new phone or a complete, even like a desktop, like building my own PC, um, I've done it before. I, I literally have a computer engineering degree. I know how the circuitry of the processor is made, but I haven't done it for, even if I hadn't done it for three months or six months, let alone the fact that it had been about six years. I assume I know nothing about it with solid state drive and processor and graphics card and yada, yada, yada. And so I do a ton of investment on the back end of like, what do I need to be learning? What do I need to be knowing about the latest stuff? And so I think that that's really important to recognize, too.
2: Generally speaking, when I think it, it, that's a really good point, because when I think back to successful purchases where they didn't lead to me returning three things in the course of a couple of days like recently, when I think about those situations, um, it is coupled with lots of research, lots of perspective, lots of. And that's what I find interesting is that your negative reviews can often give you insight to things that you might actually like, like what they're complaining about as a bug, you see as a feature, kind of a thing, right? Um, you know, in taking all that in, or if you see patterns, or 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 learning the difference between somebody who's complaining about a, an issue that they clearly don't know what the heck they're talking about, or they were trying to use the product in a way that it was not meant to be made. Right. It'd be like somebody complaining about a soundboard because it didn't sound very good at live concerts. And you've studied the soundboard and you're like, no one in their right mind would use this board in a non-studio situation. (laughs) Right.
1: It's kind of like that. The, the, The thing I usually try and do. So, I mean, soundboard is a great example, uh, is if I, you know, ask around and if there's someone who is already using that product, um, or gear. And I, and, and I offer what I just usually do is, Hey, can I come and just check this out, you know, and see how you're using it. And, um, that helps, um, at least for, with me, um, I always, I'm the guy who goes to the, uh, well, this is now printing. I suppose it's slightly different, but, you know, I'd go to the printer and say, show me what the paper actually looks like. Don't tell me. Um, and show me what it looks like when it's printed on, when this is applied here or this is applied there. Um, With gear, I often say, I often go to the people and say, well, what is it that annoys you about this? Um, Unfortunately, I mean, it helps to do that. Although, uh, you know, one of the things that often happens with this kind of things is then you end up with wise people in the Apple camp and, people who are undecided in the Google camp and, you know, people who are not up for great experiences in the Microsoft camp. I mean, it's like everybody sort of advocates, you know, they like, no, this product. Yeah.
2: That, um, that's, that's something that's a really you know, good yeah. observation. Blessing. The, the advocate thing It's it, people it's, it's really, and it, it's insightful that you say those that aren't fully sure because, those that act the surest that what they know is the best of the best are actually unsure because they feel as though they need to persuade you to their side so that your choice validates their own. And you gotta be careful about that. You know, I am the first to say, like somebody recently asked me about getting a new laptop and I asked them a few questions, right? Like, what are you gonna use it for? Right? What's your price range? And some different stuff like that. And Based on their, you know, and I, I talked to them a little bit about the price range, and uh, they ended up bumping up a little bit higher. Um, And then I even asked them even things like, you know, are you are you open to the idea of another platform or operating system, right? Um, Because it, it was taking in all that information to figure out what fit them best. Not being like, oh, well, you know, I want you to be on my team. You know, but that's 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 just foolish. And it's certainly not helpful because there there are some people like if they if they ask me what kind of computer or handheld device, I would just say, please get an Apple. Just please just do the world a favor. That way you can't bother anybody because you can't figure it out. Just get an Apple. And when you have a problem, go to the store and they'll help you out. And they are so happy. They are so happy. Yes. Because here's the thing, is that when they go to the Apple store, they are locked into a price range and they have to buy something that is of, of decent substantial quality. They walk into Best Buy, they buy the cheapest thing and then it breaks in a week. I will yeah.
0: say yeah. one thing to go with that um is that I've heard people say when you look at the reviews, buy the or look at the reviews, they're not that are two through five or two through four. So the ones are the haters, the fives are the advocates, the um The fans. You sh- yeah, the not the normal people that are actually valuing that thing. The other thing I will say, and this is just kind of in general, I treat all purchasing online from non um, proven retailers. So like eBay or even just like newer sites. Um, even like if you went and bought something from Church Mag, like I've never bought something from Church Mag with my own money, um, at least Church Mag Press. So I would treat it as an unknown. And I would look at that as uh, going to a garage sale. If I go to a garage sale and buy something and it's awful and stupid, I do not expect to return it. I do not expect to get my money back for what I just bought. And so I assume that what I'm buying is what I'm getting. And I have to be okay with this being awful and never being able to return it. And I've just dropped that money down the hole. So So,
1: so basically you say you're talking about the risk element of it, like what, what you're spending versus, um, you know, I mean, you look obviously looking at how much you're spending, but then you're also saying, well, what's the risk, um, behind buying from a vendor, a particular vendor or buying something in a particular condition. Yeah. It's like, It's like there's certain things I'd never go buy at an auction. If
2: they want to buy like a used laptop or a used tablet or even a used uh, video game console system, it makes me very nervous. Because to me, there's some electronics that you need to know its entire history. Otherwise, like you said, Jeremy, you're signing up for a random outage and breakage at any
0: given moment and that's just it is what it is here's my yeah. favorite example is, is i there's a lot of places online that sell shoes and i don't necessarily trust that <laughs> um so i i just bought, did that <laughs> okay i bought a pair of shoes online and i made sure i bought it from a place that has a brick and mortar place so that just in case yeah. i don't like the shoes or they don't fit i would be able just to go i could send them back and haggle and hassle or i can just take those uh-huh. shoes then back. To the place that I that I wanted to, so I bought shoes from Kohl's online, um, and then they worked, and so I kept them. But I wouldn't do that even from like a big, but even if their return policy was great, and yeah, yeah. But you got to look into that because some
2: items you order from Amazon, uh, it's really simple to return it, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Some things you return to Amazon, you're going to have to pay for the shipping, so. It, it just depends. So you've you got to do a little bit of research in that. You can't be like, oh, it's on Amazon. I can return anything. Nope,
0: that's not true. So I would yeah. just be careful in general about anything I buy. Yeah, and uh, our whole
2: family, we, we purchase our eyeglasses online because we figured it out and we've practiced it. And if, if someone else f- shows interest, like we basically, if we, we don't really, I mean, we mention it to people, but... Like, it takes a while to get used to it and figure it out, and so we've gotten pretty good at it. Buying our glasses online, we can do it. It's no problem. It's easy for us. If if you're unsure, that might be super difficult, or if you're not willing to deal with those um, roadblocks that you could have when you do it, and if you haven't navigated that, that might not be the thing for you. I've ordered shoes online as well, blessing. Um, they were directly from Nike, right? So, you know, I understood that if they didn't fit well, plus I know my size in a nike always fits right i just they just it's like clockworks um so yeah that's that's really good well,
0: even, really good advice too. even one thing that i did recently was i bought a gopro because i wanted to use it for um the ramp or the like hot wheels car you can put the gopro on the hot wheels i bought it thinking okay this is perfect and then when i got the car i realized that i bought the wrong gopro I bought the latest one and it wasn't the latest one. And it was a generation before that. And I could have gotten mm-hmm. super upset and frustrated or I could have realized I didn't do my research well enough. That's only on me. And so I think it's important just to recognize you have to take ownership of what you did wrong.
2: Yeah, exactly. And sometimes, you know what, it's not worth the few dollar savings to To go through that, sometimes there's some products I go no, not buying that online. Going to go to brick and mortar for that very
0: reason, Jeremy. And it's tough to re- do that because you're you don't want to necessarily be like ah, I'm an idiot. But you have to take ownership of it.
1: Yeah. The, 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 the there's another thought there I just had in that when you w- when you're looking to get something um, new, particularly especially like in the church uh, setup, um, is. Looking at your competency level, like the ease of use of it, I'm just thinking of a scenario where uh, <laughs> we had something break, and 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 it was this thought. Oh no, let's just go quickly buy something. Someone's told me this was good. I quickly buy and then come connect, and then you realize, oh no, I need to have a certain level of expertise, and it's not going to be just a plug and play solution. Um, like what we just replaced, you know, mm-hmm. and then you're in a whole different um, ball game, you know. And so will you require extra training for that? Um, you know, uh, if it's, would you possibly, I'm, one of the things I'm thinking about is also lighting. Um, you know, will you actually need to do some work, something on your rig? Uh, you know, would you need to, Put in a new rig or, you know, hang something extra from your ceiling. So the extra cost around that.
2: Exactly. And or that moment that you realize that uh, it might not fit or, oh, that adapter doesn't work anymore or or, oh, I forgot to see if that had a standard usb port on it i just assumed that it had that on it oh no it doesn't
1: right <laughs> then you end up with USB right. C you know, right ex-
2: exactly like that can happen and that can be an easy oversight for people that know very well or like oh, yeah. um you know or, or like jeremy pointed out assuming you know assuming the risk like um we hit a uh we, we hit a deer with the van and we lost a um one of the headlight headlamps and uh so i ordered a pair because they needed a match and Yeah, the other side was old. I bought a a pair online, like replacement parts for the car and I knew full well that there's a possibility it, would, like what if it was slightly <laughs> off or something like that but based on the reviews and everything I, I felt pretty confident but I, I think we got some great tips here um, whether you're making purchases for yourself or someone else or you know for your organization you know, ministry church whatever um, some, some great things here some things that we've learned uh, if there's something that you've learned that we haven't talked about on the podcast please let us know and we'll definitely we'll definitely share it with everybody um, you can send us an email podcast at churchmag mag that's church dot or church m a g uh use the via twitter the hashtag can hand, uh handle handle the hashtag c mag cast or in one of the facebook groups our private facebook group you can do that as well and we'll definitely share it some of the tips that you have i, I really like jeremy's jeremy's uh don't be you know don't make an emotional purchase blessings stay focused on the solution you know don't get sidetracked and then you know Check out return policies. Uh, Make sure that if something isn't quite right that you're able to navigate through or past that. And, of course, a lot of that can be determined on how much money you're spending. As Jeremy pointed out, that uh, if it's a situation, it's worth the risk. If it's worth the risk of not working out and losing the money, then then so be it. So um, I think we got – there was even some other tips in there somewhere. So I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast. And like I said, if you have something that you want to share, please let us know and we will tell everybody.